Hello and welcome to a very special one-off Mirror Football podcast. Um, you will notice this is not entirely uh, the regular format, it's not the weekly podcast, but with the Premier League season kicking off, we felt it was uh, time and appropriate to have a, have, have a betting special on this podcast. So uh, my name is Richard Innes, I work at Mirror Football. Uh, we are here with Matty Lawless, who's our sports editor. Hello. Hello, Matthew. Yeah, I'm very uh, excited. And uh, we, are, we are joined by Jess Bridge, um, PR guru, I think. Is that, is that what we were guru. agreeing to call I'll you? take guru. PR guru at, uh, at Labrooks. Um, Jess is, is here to really give us the inside line on uh, some of the biggest bets you can place this season. Some of the most interesting bets as well. Okay. So um, I think the first thing we were going to talk about, really, before we dive into... To the actual Premier League itself, with the kickoff, what what are we now? Little more than twenty four hours away, I suppose. Thirty six hours yeah. away. That's right. Yeah, Arsenal Leicester open up the season tomorrow. Yeah. So it's um it's all it's all kind of gearing up. But before we get into that, um, we're going to look at some transfer stuff because I suppose even when the Premier League kicks off, we're still going to be in a situation where this well, is going to be the big talking point. Well, right? that's it. I mean, let's take for example this week. Coutinho has been the rumbling saga. We all know that Barcelona got money to spend uh, after selling Neymar for £199 million. Um, but Liverpool are playing hardball on this one. Mm. They don't want to sell their prize asset. And Barcelona have already had two bids rejected for the Brazilian. And Klopp's saying he's going nowhere. But Jess, what, what's the betting market looking like on this one? The odds have really yo-yoed here because it's like, do you believe Klopp as saying that he won't go? And obviously they've rejected the mm. £90 million today, or last night maybe. Or do you think, as you say, Barca, they've got money to spend. They need to replace Neymar. They've, what, where are their options? They're going for Coutinho. He's a shade of odds on to go to Barcelona at 4-5. to five. There's still a couple of weeks-ish until the end of the transfer window. Mm. But it just keeps going backwards and forwards because it really depends on how much money punters are placing because we also have to manage our liabilities at the end of the yeah, day. Yes. As well as, ultimately, with, this, with a market like this, you're just looking at rumours. Yeah. You know, we don't know if they're going to go. Neither do you guys. Like everyone is kind of just having to go on. We try to die. We do. We, we, yeah, we, do our, we do our level best. Yeah, well, you certainly do better than we do, obviously. But ultimately, it's not too much of a. It's not a, an official science. Yeah, yeah. So you have to believe what the papers in Spain are saying, what they're saying here. So does that mean what that money's the, coming in and what managers are saying, like Klopp saying he won't go, yeah. but they reject the bid and. It's a really tough one. But Does that mean that the odds uh, would be slightly different in Liverpool to what they are in, in London, if you could do that? <laughs> do you see what I mean? Well, they could well be. Certainly, punts in Liverpool are not backing him to go. Surprise, they, surprise. Yeah, yeah. They want him to stay like never before. But no, he's, he's a shade of odds on at the moment. But they could well change in the next couple of days based on the rumours mm. and based on the money. I think Liverpool would be absolutely bonkers to sell him. And you know, it comes down to whether the player wants to force the move or not. But yeah. He's the best player at the club. They're just trying to get in the Champions League. They've got Hoffenheim, mm. the first leg next week. You know, this could really rock the boat. And Do you think he's right. worth ninety million though? Without doubt, for I me, don't, he's it's the not, best player in the Premier League. But it doesn't matter, Ooh. does it? Because even if they got, even if they got Neymar money for him, you get two hundred million quid. Don't get me wrong; from a business perspective, that's great. But if you're if you're a fan at Anfield. Well, all right, you could have all the money in the world. Who are you going to get and attract to come to Liverpool? Don't get me wrong, Liverpool's a huge club and they've got Champions League football, but yep. who are you going to get to replace that is a player of that quality? That is interesting. For me, there's an obvious target and one who I don't want to happen. That's Manuel Lanzini. I think he'd be a perfect replacement for Coutinho as a number 10 at, at Liverpool. Do you think he's but, on that level, though? I think he could he's be. He's 2-1, to one, Matty. Yeah, 2-1, to to so really? you know, that's yeah. two to one, pretty yeah. slim. You know, West Ham, again, they're, they're saying, look, we don't want to get rid of him. He's the best player. He's the guy who sells the shirts here. Yeah. But... For me, it'd be a great replacement. 
but looking at Liverpool, you know, they've got the other saga edges with uh, Virgil van Dijk. Mm. Refrain mm. from calling him Dick van Dijk. <laughs> I know, but, um, you know, it's almost been as far as really, yeah. because that one's been rumbling all summer. And, you know, Liverpool are not exactly, you know, this is happening to them, but they've done it to other clubs, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. With Southampton. Yeah, what are we saying on van Dijk? Then? He's one to two to go, but again, those odds have been a lot shorter. They've come back in, they keep going back and forth, but now that he's handed in the transfer request, that would you would think would be the trigger yeah. that says look you either let him rot on the bench because he's not really going to play or put in performances depending yeah. on how professional he would be yeah. or you accept you've got to let him go and let him go to a bigger club arguably what odds would you get and I, I'm probably putting you on the spot here but what odds would you get on Van Dyke playing for Southampton next season well it's basically the the opposite yeah. side so about 6-4 to four, but yeah. it's the same with Costa they're, they're a one-to-way player. Costa, I mean, all these players, we're just plucking them out of the area, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, there's so crazy. many. Uncer- there's so much uncertainty at the moment. Exactly, Absolutely, and yeah. they want out. But ultimately, if, if the club and the manager refuse to sell them, what are you going to do? You have to play them unless they literally down tools and don't turn up to to the games. Mm. So you'd have to think, you're gonna, you can't just let them rot on the bench. You're spending 100 grand a week on these guys. They've got to play. Speaking of putting you on the spot here, Jess... What are the odds on Liverpool snapping up Southampton's chief scout? Because surely that should be the one they should go after. <laughs> Absolutely. It'd save them a lot of trouble, wouldn't it? Exactly. They're uh, a feeder club, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, betting suspended. We <laughs> 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 need him. Yeah. Well, Rich, the other one that really fascinates me this week is Alexis Sanchez. Now, he yeah. was there at Wembley. I was there at Wembley on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And the feelings that we're getting is that he will stay and see out his contract to Arsenal. But all doesn't seem quite right does it I mean he's not going to play against Leicester and he might mm. miss Arsenal's next game after that and he's citing an abdominal problem yeah. that the club's medical staff you know are they unsure about this well the abdominal problem may be that he doesn't have the stomach to play for Arsenal anymore really? that, seems be, to yeah. be, that seems to be the gag that's doing the rounds on social media um, what, what, where are we on that one Jess I mean, are we, he's are we now saying? once against to leave so that's 5-2 to two, but that's been as short as 1-4 to 1-5 to five this summer yeah. and again it's another one to away player like, what's your problem, mate? Just like, get on with it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I mean, good you for need you to go in there, Jess, and sort them out, you know? Just as long as, as, the, as, long as the market is open, it's all good for you, isn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely, it is. I mean, sometimes we'll take an absolute hammering and we'll have to pay out loads of money because people have got on at big prices and we, mm. maybe we've not moved the market quickly enough. But then at the other time, you've got players like Lukaku earlier on this summer. He was about 1-5, to 1-6 to six to go to Chelsea. Murata was about the same price to go to Man United. <laughs> Look what's happened there. Yeah, You've yeah. got it completely wrong yeah. and your odds go right back out and they come right back in. And It's good fun, the transfer window. As much as people call it silly season, it is silly, yeah. but it's good fun. It keeps everyone on their toes. No, I agree, and it is silly. And I think one thing that often gets overlooked is um, the complications of transfers. There's often yeah. meetings galore that take place that you know often aren't reported because we want to try and protect sources and things like that, but they soon get leaked and... We say this could happen and it might not happen because nothing's ever set in stone until that player's holding the club shirt up. Mm. Or even then, we've seen players who have held the club shirt up. Paul Lee springs to mind. Well, yeah, (laughs) so it's one of those that there's a lot that goes on in terms of the anatomy of a transfer. And, you know, I think betting's just one of these these parts of it where it can ignite the deal to. And things speed do, up if you like. And things do change. I mean, the amount of grief we get. We we have reporters here at the Mirror who have you know some of the best contacts in the business and who are get, getting stories and getting stuff that does appear to be true. This is the thing that things are happening. Yeah. That's and right. then of course you get lambasted if they don't actually happen. Exactly. Well, but things change. Things thing develop. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, that's just life. That's the circle of life, I've isn't seen, it? I've seen signed contracts and still doesn't happen. Yeah. That's the truth of it. 
Absolutely. But look, Sanchez, really interesting debate, I think, Rich. And one thing that we spoke about in the week is um, looking at the odds for the new season. Everyone's excited. As I mentioned earlier, I'm really excited about the new season. I think I need to calm it down a notch. But <laughs> Stop drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, looking at the new season and, and the odds for every club, one thing that stood out to you, Rich, was... Well, there's no 5,000 to 1 bet. Bingo. Now, I, I, I'm not suggesting for a moment that the bookies are conspiring against us in case of another Leicester City. But... Are the bookies conspiring against us in case of another Leicester City? Absolutely. We are <laughs> running scared. Uh, last season, we didn't offer 5,000 to 1. So the season that Leicester won it, Labrooks, we were the only bookmaker that offered 5,000 to 1. So call us stupid or call us genius because you got all those headlines. <laughs> so the PR team, we're like, oh, yes, 5,000 to 1. Amazing story. The traders are literally like eating like porridge and scraps for like in the next <laughs> year. God bless them. But no, unfortunately, and this is across the board now for all bookies, the days of 5,000 to 1 are over because you just yeah. you can't take that risk. As absurd as that's we all thought it was, yeah. and that's why Leicester were 5,000 to 1, along with like all the other teams that were sort of you'd have deemed as relegation hopes, yeah. you just don't have it. So this year, the biggest price you've got is Burnley and Huddersfield at 2,000 to 1. All so right. I mean, not exactly a short price, but not so as big so as you've you may got think. Burnley at longer odds than Brighton. Yeah, so Brighton are in there at 1,500 to 1. That's interesting in itself, isn't it? I find that, yeah. Mm. So you reckon Brighton are more likely to win the league than Burnley? Absolutely. Okay. Well, they've been signing players. They've got a proper signing in, in Davy proper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Today they're going to break the transfer fee, yeah. record again. Yeah. So they're, they're spending money. I think well, they'll be all right this year. All right, well, here's a way of flipping that around. Who's more likely to get relegated, according to you guys? <laughs> well, this is the hilarious thing. Huddersfield are odds on at four to seven. Yeah. That's one of the shortest prices uh, I think we've ever seen for a team to go straight back down. Normally they sort of just a shade of odds on, maybe mm. a couple of clubs. Yeah. We normally give them a little bit of a chance before they've kicked a ball, but this season apparently not. But as a Sheffield Wednesday fan, I'm not going to cry too many <laughs> tears about Huddersfield being favourites to go yeah. straight back down after what happened okay, in the Okay, a little, <laughs> little bit of bias revealed there, I'm afraid. Sorry, sorry about that. But no, yeah. I love them really. It's Should fine. we further that and go into my club, West Ham? Oh, um, you know, you've got them down here at 500 us. to 1 to win the league. You've made some off, good signings though, Matty. I'd offer 5,000 to 1 personally, <laughs> but listen, I haven't got the money to back that one up. That speaks to West Ham fan who's seen, <laughs> uh, seen too many bad things happen. Yeah, that will change after Sunday, I'm sure. Actually, I'm tempted to have a 2-0 West Ham, but anyway, that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> we, we, I know we're looking at the um, Premier League, but mm. just a quick one, just to digress, is uh, Carabao Cup, second round draw uh, this evening. Oh, you tonight, can follow that yeah, at indeed. Mirror Football, at mirror.co.uk forward slash sport. And um, the Premier League clubs enter. West Ham mm. can't play at home in the second round because of the athletics. Um, League Cup odds. I mean, we've got some interesting ones here, haven't we? Who's, who's the favourite to win that one? Oh, well, all the usuals, obviously. City. Mm. It, but the, the prices sort of mirror what the top order of the Premier League is, basically. Yeah. But they're just obviously bigger prices, like 5-1, to 6-1, United City, Spurs, etc. Do, do the League Cup odds and the FA Cup odds tend to match up? Yeah, pretty much. At yeah. the very early stages. Yeah. And it's the same for the other end of it. All the big clubs are 5,000, 10,000 to 1. So. so you don't look at it necessarily if, let's say, you know, one club are more likely to play a stronger team in the FA Cup than they are in the League Cup. I mean, you, you, obviously, you take that into account, but that's more at the match level because the outright price, you've got to assume if when the big boys come in, Manchester United, mm. Arsenal, they're going to play a second-rate team. Of course they are, but that second-rate team is still probably going to be stronger than yeah. the opposition that they're playing. So therefore, that doesn't really affect their outright price. No. So, so Man United 6-1 to, to retain the Carabao Cup. Of course, it's been rebranded this year, but... Yeah. 
Um, Punters yeah. have been really getting stuck into that last night. They were obviously Punters are so excited for the league to start because there's been no um, major championship this summer. No. Mm. So over the Tuesday night and Wednesday night, had a punter twenty quid acre won thirteen grand. Whoa. A shot bet in Plymouth two quid acre won twenty two grand. Whoa. I have some of that. And how how, of how the, big was the acre? The, the twenty two grand one. I think it was about twenty teams, and it was the match result and both teams to score. And that was like 13 out of 15 favourites one last night. All shorties, like 4 to 6, 4 to 7. So the Ackers are already coming in thick and fast. Wow. So I spoke to the traders this morning. They were like, oh, Jess, we've got a big winner last night. Like, oh, 13 grand, 22 grand. I was like, big winner? I was like, I wanted you to tell me 100 grand. But I was like, <laughs> I suppose we haven't even got to the start of the season yet. Really and indeed. the Ackers are already coming in. So. Are you seeing, in comparison to, say, this time last year, have you noticed a difference in terms of the amount of money that's been pouring in on the Premier yeah, League yeah so and again because of the fact of not having a major tournament this yeah. summer like punters are chomping at the bit literally just cannot wait for it to start and we reckon this weekend 30 million individual wages will be placed wow that's half the population nearly isn't it Is that, what's the what's the split between sort of shop bets and online uh, it's an interesting one really it's probably it's probably more online these days but there's still a lot of people who like to go into a bookies get a, a quid out go down the coupon yeah. little it, red pen absolutely <laughs> it's probably not far off for 50 50 to be fair wow 50 50 yeah there's well, still a lot of people that go into your shops and well look why don't we get into into the Premier League given that we're talking about 30, 30 million bet that's really thrown me that 30 million individual bets that's Honestly, crazy when you go down it your ackers your doubles your trebles just your wind draw wins your first mm. goal scorers it could even be more than that. That could be a, a conservative crazy. guess, but yeah. when you do it across the industry, so Stag- what? Staggering numbers, aren't they? Yeah. That's amazing. What about in terms of actual um, outrights on the Premier League season itself? Because I always think to myself, right, am I going to put a bet on who to win the Premier? Who's going to win the Premier League? And you think, well, I'm going to have to wait nine months for my payout. Is there any value in it? <laughs> yeah, that that is the problem with it, and it, it's a bit like betting on on a major tournament as mm. well. Although obviously over a longer period. Punters these days, it's more all about in-play betting, and no one really has the patience these days to wait a few days for a mm. bet to come in, like yeah. in golf, say, let alone nine months for the Premier League. But you still get all your patriotic bets, and that's why Leicester City. Everyone sort of says when that happened, oh, at five thousand to one, like you, you must have been fine with that. You're like, no, because if you think if you just have one pound on at five thousand to one, that's still five grand you've got to pay out. Yeah. So you add that up, the liabilities are always bigger on the outsiders than really the favourites because more bets go on them but obviously at a lot shorter prices yeah because people are betting not because they actually believe it but because they want to support their team exactly of course yeah. you do and it's, you, you're betting with your heart rather than your head aren't you if you're backing the outsiders but if you're mm. backing Chelsea City etc that has cost me a few quid in the past I must admit but looking at the title favourites Man City are the bookies favourites the Ledbrook's favourites at the moment but more money has been placed on their rivals, Manchester United. Absolutely, yeah. So City, 15 to 8 at the moment. Um, a lot of punters seem to think that, obviously, the, the people that, that Pep's brought in are the right people. He sorted out his defence. Obviously, had a bit of a shocker last season, didn't they? Just letting in goals for fun. Chelsea, relatively unfancied, actually, even though Costa, um, Costa uh, Conte has spent money, Costa's yeah. off. You're mm. sort of factoring all that in. Morata's probably not like that like-for-like like replacement. So they're in there at 72, second favourites. But it's Man United at 4-1 to one who... They've absolutely been backed off the balls. We've taken the most bets on them. And I think it's just that... I think Jose has a good record of winning it in his second, second season. season. Yeah. Yeah. Second season. So that's playing into, obviously, the signings they've made. Matic, Lukaku, 
I think Punters are just thinking actually it could be could be Jose's uh, special season. So have they been the biggest movers in terms of the shortening and the odds? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. That is interesting. I Ankle. find Spurs really interesting at ten to one. Wow, I mean, top, that does sound I think, long. I, that's what I keep saying. I keep thinking it's an absolute huge, huge uh, price for the sort of like perennial bridesmaids yeah. they're becoming now, but they haven't spent a penny. Mm. They're playing at Wembley, and I think the Wembley factor is a huge, huge thing yeah. for Spurs. It is, and that's what's putting a lot of people off backing them. But you'd have to think they're they're nailed on for a top top four finish. I was going to say each you'd way to at think, ten to one sounds. Exactly. I think I'll get Jack on the phone. Jackie was saying earlier this week um, that Tottenham have got the best starting eleven in the Premier League. Yeah, it's a bold claim. But it's not. It's not it's hard not, to argue. Against, yeah, I mean, it, you know, I'm not sure I entirely agree. This but was before, been... however, the big Danny Rose nice. revelation yeah. that I'm sure you've all seen this morning, where Danny Rose has pretty much thrown his toys out of the pram. Burn burn every bridge imaginable. I think is the like, best what's way to put it. Well, he's he's clearly trying to get himself mm. a bit more money. And I think, do you know what? In in fairness to Danny Rose, and that was a good good interview, by the way. I have to say that. The money that he's on in comparison to other players in the Premier League, you know, he's an England international. Surely he warrants mm. more. And I wonder whether that could be a big problem within the dressing room at Tottenham this season. Absolutely. Whether that might sort of creep into play and what the kind of the morales at the minute. But for a player to speak out just days before the start of the new yeah. season, that's unprecedented. It's embarrassing. Well, you get is for Tottenham, and the, yeah. the problem Tottenham have got is that all of those top players, Rose, Kane, Ali, and you could go on on that list. With one move, they could treble their wages. Because yeah. that, that's the situation Easily. at Tottenham. They keep they keep run a very tight ship. Daniel Levy is known for it. He runs a very tight ship, and that means keeping the wage budget under control. And any of those players, if they left tomorrow, could earn three times what they're earning at, at, at Spurs. How long do you reckon is, they keep on to Ali and Kane for? Well, that's the interesting thing. I think, you know, if those two guys continue on the upward trajectory that they're on, you know, the last two or three years, the last couple of years, Ali and Kane have been outstanding. And if they continue on that trajectory, you're not just going to be looking at the likes of Man United and Man City sniffing around them. You know, there's already been talk of Barcelona and Real Madrid, you know, tentative interest in Ali. Um, Let's have it I've, right. Tottenham have been, for me, one of the best teams to watch in terms of entertainment in the Premier League for the last two or three years. Well, I think I'm right in saying that if you took the... the isn't it something that over the last two years or something they, they would have been top of the Premier League? It just so happens that the timing of their runs and their good form <laughs> yeah. hasn't quite worked out in terms of a league title. But they, they have been absolutely fantastic. Pochettino's done a great job. But if they're going to move on now, if they're going to continue that progress yeah. at some point, I think, wasn't it always Adam Hansen who used to say that uh, you, strengthen, you strengthen when you're at your strongest? And that was always the old Liverpool way, you know, that yes. great Liverpool team of the 80s. All right. Every summer, you know, they'd win the European Cup, they would then go out and spend a fortune. Well, back then, people <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't get you a, a conference left back these days. No. But they'd go out and spend the fortune on on a big new player because they knew that was the point at which you kicked on. And that's the real concern among Tottenham fans at the moment that they're not spending any money. They haven't spent a mm. penny. In fact, Billy Ricky Tan um, <laughs> have spent more money than Spurs <laughs> this summer. Yes. Outrageous. Uh, but, I, I like the idea. You know, Pochettino, he's got a great track record of bringing through young players. This is a critical time for Spurs this mm. year to not only contend for the title, but make sure they have that smooth transition into the new stadium. Because the other issue is, of course, and I'm sure loads of Spurs fans are probably yelling into their phones or whatever they're listening on here, the fact that they've got all these players under long-term contracts, which is a very va- valid and fair point. 
But you know, the issue is going to be: well, are they just under long-term contracts so that when the inevitable interest comes, they can sell for top dollar, yeah. or are they under on, on long-term contract because that's the ambition of the club and they're they're going to stick that team together for five, six years and, and take them it's to the top? Probably a bit of both in, in reality. Yeah. Because yeah. ultimately, they're they're a business at the end of the day. Mm. So as much as they want to go forward and they want to win the league and Champions League, whatever else. They are a club and they have to make money. And if it means they have to sell Ali or Kane at absolute like full whack. Mm. Yeah, I'm keen to hear what Spurs to. fans think on this. So please leave your comments and let us know. Would you sell Danny Rose after his comments uh, on Thursday morning? Well, you know, goes into another market here, Jess, that Pochettino, he's, he's long odds here not to be sacked. So you know, first manager to be sacked. 40 to 1 you could have on Pochettino yeah exactly Yeah, it, you would think someone would have to go so he looks pretty safe then, wrong, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. In fairness, I should stress that market is uh, first uh, manager to go so it's either walk or sack it's yeah. not just but obviously we call it the sack race don't yeah. we Benitez, sounds better doesn't it know, exactly. <laughs> although it does sound people always say to us like, oh you're so mean betting on someone to lose their job it's tough luck. It's a game um, we work in. Um, I was going to say, I'm afraid <laughs> this, is, this, is, uh, this is top flight football. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think, you know. I know, and they're earning thousands upon thousands yeah. of thousands of pounds a week. It's not like they're a bin man or something. No, no, they're struggling quite, to get quite. by. Like, they'll, they'll get another they job. All know, they all know the game, believe me. All these Premier League bosses yeah, know so what the situation is. Mean, it's I'm, fine. Sure, I'm sure the compensation um, eases the pain for them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Benitez, he's the he's the jolly at the moment at seven to two. But again, he's on a big money contract, so he's not. You would think he's not going to walk. He's a smart cookie, Rafa, as well. But Ashley's he's not spending any money, is he? And Ashley can be trigger happy when he wants to be. Look at Pards; he was on the eight-year deal that didn't last. Mm. No, I think you know with, with Benitez, he was very funny, wasn't he, at the Premier League launch? He was asked the question, are you going to walk out of Newcastle because they haven't been spending money? And he said, well, look, my Chinese isn't up to scratch at the moment. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was brilliant. But Benitez, I think he's already preparing Liverpool for a relegation scrap. Uh, sorry, Liverpool? Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. Rolling back um, years. Yeah, he's going to a time machine. <laughs> it's just wide. He's already yeah. preparing Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. Newcastle, who've just been promoted as champions from the championship. Mm. Um, so you'd think of the three that have come up, Huddersfield and Brighton, they'd be the strongest. But Benitez is, you know, he, he said that he's he's fearing the worst. So relegation odds on Newcastle. What do you reckon, Jess? Well, they're in there at seven to two, so it's actually the same price for him to get sacked as they are to go down. <laughs> Have a double uh, one, <laughs> exactly. Um, Where does that put them in terms of so, those odds of seven to two? Are they sort of in the bottom three as far as you guys are so concerned? That makes them six favourites. Okay. So, so you're, yeah. you're, according to the odds, the bottom three to go down would be Huddersfield, Burnley, and Brighton. Mm. But then you Swansea, they're always hovering around, aren't they? The bottom, Watford, Newcastle in that seven to two, Palace at nine to two. Um, they sort of were dragged into it a bit at the end, weren't they? Mm. But then they finally got on that run. And then you've just got your other like, classic mid-table clubs, Stoke, West Brom, Bournemouth, West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Benitez, you know, Benitez and Newcastle fans in general, if you offer them 14th, 15th place now, I think they'd take the snap your hands hand. off. Absolutely. You know. would, but I mean, that's the old classic, isn't it? You, you, your first season in the Premier League, once you come back up from the Championship, is about consolidation. You get in there, you get you get solid, you get it's solid. It's so unambitious, though, isn't it? You know, if it you're is. A fan, you, but, you, you, know, the, to go, you don't want to see that. Surely. But the days of, the days of, you know, nothing. Forest getting promoted from the old division two and going and winning the title and then winning the European Cup mm. next year. I, I, I fear those days are gone. You know, Leicester was a one-off. It was a freak. It, yeah. it will never happen again. No. It just won't. I mean, look at how the, the big clubs have reacted to that happening. What, what, what are we now? Sort of a year and a bit on, mm. um, and they've all just gone money crazy because they can't they can't fathom the idea of no. one of them not winning the league again. It's exactly, just, it's and crazy. especially with the managers you've got in now mm. as well. Like they're all like 
big names themselves. They're not some sort of like no hope. Huge personalities, and, and yeah. they don't want that sort of that shame and embarrassment almost. Not that it is, but it was just like on the on the big clubs to not almost be contending for it and mm. Leicester to kind of like run away with it. Mm. You know, they don't really want that, do they? Does anybody really believe that the top six won't be the top six? And you know what I'm talking about in the sense that, you know... Okay, Who's your maybe, top six then? Well, maybe Everton have... I mean, Everton, it does look like they've bought very, very well. Yeah. Koeman's definitely doing a good job there. Um, they could be the guys, I suppose, that jump in. But outside of Everton, is there really anybody there who's a contender to finish in the top six that isn't one of the obvious? You it's know? hard to see it, isn't it? Um, I think so, anyway. Ever done, Everton have done some great business so far this summer. Mm, I think yeah. Hen and Crespo was saying um, yesterday, he was interviewed, and he thinks Wayne Rooney's got a chance of being the player of the year. Well, I, I don't think it's as ridiculous as it sounds. I mean, it, it's maybe a bit of a bold claim, but, I, you know, Rooney... He, he's 66 to 1, which, that's an outside shot, obviously, but when he signed, I remember talking to you chaps about this and I think it's a great signing and I think that yeah. will be the spark that gets him back to his best like, I'm a big Wayne Rooney fan yeah. and it's, I find it quite sad over the last couple of seasons sort of to see his sort of demise as like England captain mm. like Man United captain like just what he's done and I just kind of think oh it's quite sad to sort of see the, this sort of like man just like melting away <laughs> <Yeah>. almost <laughs> like an ice cream yeah. but I think going back to Everton will just be that best second wind he could have ever asked and, and, for and I think he proved that almost straight away in that friendly I know it was only a friendly yeah. in Tanzania or whatever scored an unbelievable goal it was almost uh, a was replica that that of that one, goal he it? scored against Arsenal as a 16 year old I think Rooney's going to have a bit of bad this year so Crespo might have a point you know 6-1 I think we're all on the same on, yeah. the, on the same page here because I, I absolutely I, I think people have been so quick to write off Rooney and have been for so long and actually it's very very easy to do that but when you look at the evidence and you look at what he's done and what he's achieved and the sort of player he is I mean, he's got a bit of versatility to him yeah. as well. Let's not forget, he, you know, and he could quite easily move back into a deeper role. Yeah. He could play up top. He, you know, I think. Um, yeah. I, I really rate him, and also off the back of him moving back to Everton, having like a quite a good um, pre-season, his odds have been backed in to make the plane for Russia next summer. Mm. Which is, it's an odd situation because he's still the captain. Obviously, he hasn't been playing for a while under. Uh, Southgate well, but any man he's scored been fifty. Plus, you know, he scored more than 50 goals for England. no one in the history of the game has scored more goals for the England team than Wayne Rooney and the fact that we're talking about a guy and he's not over the hill no by any means I mean you know Is he's he still 30, in his early 30, 30s or he's, he's, a, he's a year older than Lionel Messi yeah exactly and there you go that's it in a nutshell and the idea that it wouldn't take Rooney to the World Cup I find absolutely baffling even if, got... he, even if you're not going to play him take him as a squad player surely absolutely yeah. I think this is one for another day because I want to talk about World Cup wild cards I'm sure there's a few to oh yeah, yeah maybe yeah. next week when that's we'll a whole win. different podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 this is always what happens when you do a podcast you end up going off on these mad tangents yeah. so we'll get, we'll get back on, uh, on, on the road Rooney 66 to 1 any other Everton players in that market who could uh, potentially yeah the player of the year market is very interesting yeah, well, at the moment, it's kind of, it's quite hard to judge it because you're looking at the year ahead and obviously we don't have a crystal ball, sadly. We don't know what's going to happen. So you've got Very Hazard in did. there. Yeah. You've got Hazard in there as the favourite at 7-1, but obviously he's going to be injured, or at least for this weekend. We don't know. It might be a little bit longer. Kane's in there. Sanchez, like, you know, he has to be a short price on the basis that you think he's going to stay and play. Yeah. But if he's off, obviously, then... If he's at Manchester City. 
yeah exactly which is a, which is a yeah. um but yeah Maratta, lukaku jesus kevin de bruyne i think he's a big i was gonna 16s. say that's that's def- he's 16 right that's my first year. bet that is my first bet when i when we finish this Hang I'm on, not my a single west ham player has been mentioned here it's an absolute on? scandal Matty. absolute <laughs> disgrace but I, I, that's my first bet i'm i'm putting a tenner on what de bruyne what do you think about ali 100%. though because obviously he he's still he's still for the young category yeah He's the favourite in the young one. I kind of think, is it not? It's a bit of a nonsense. Time it's you get rid of that. Also, you got the down player. on the young player category. So Ali's the favourite at, at seven to two, as you'd expect. Yeah. Uh, Jesus fives, Rashford eleven to two. I don't really know how much game time Rashford's going to get this season, though. With, he's, I mean, he's probably going to get a fair bit. But I think so. Yeah, he's mm. really worked hard this summer to prove a point to Joe. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I like he bulked it. up as well. Pre-season training he, early, yeah, went out really to America. Really yeah. bulked up. He's he's a, you know ripped now. I mean, He'll be a bit of force to contend with this yeah. year. In fact, he might be worth a look for the. Um, Golden Boot Award. Golden Boot, 25. That's a, that's, 25. That's a big shout. Because I think he'll play a lot out wide as well, I think. I mean, you know, Mourinho, he, he will go with two up top on occasion. But I would imagine a lot of it will be, you know, Lukaku through the middle. And you can imagine Rashford joining from the left or the right. Yeah. Um, but that's not to say he won't score a few goals. Um, what else are we looking at on the Golden Boot? So, Harry Kane is your 3-1 to one favourite. And then you've got Lukaku very close behind at fours. And... At the end of last season, Kane was obviously out injured. Mm. Lukaku thought he was going to get it, and obviously Kane came back and just scored goals left, right, and centre, didn't he? Frankly, score for fun. Yeah, so th- those guys are the favourites, as you'd expect. Aguero's in there at five, but honestly, outside of those two, we've not really taken a bet on anyone else. So Lacazette, obviously Arsenal's big money signing in there at tens. Sanchez, if he stays, that's obviously factored in at ten. Morata is a ten to one shot as well. Costa twenty to one is big if you think he might actually say. <laughs> I think twenty. If, yeah, stranger <laughs> things have happened. Exactly. Stranger things have happened, but yeah, I'm I'm not sure I'll be wasting my money on that. No. Put it, let's put it that way. But, but so you're saying basically, as far as the punters are concerned, it's a two horse race. That's Lukaku it. Or Kane. Honestly, that's it. Two horse race. Forget about the rest as far as punters are concerned. I mean, that's interesting given the number of um, you know the number of top quality centre forwards that are going to be on show in the Premier League this season. You talk about him and Murata, We don't know. Is he going to be a hit? Is he going to be? Who knows? Lacazette looks sharp. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think fair enough. Kane and Lukaku being the favourites, but I think it's an op- it's a more open field than that, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, like you say, Rashford at twenty fives could be decent value, isn't it? Do you do each way on a golden boot? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. If they hit the post. Yeah. <laughs> We're not that generous. <laughs> Just checking. So, um, the, uh, I suppose the, the big issue we haven't talked about, which is, I think, potentially the most interesting bit of the Premier League this season, aside from the obvious you know, title race, is the top four because at the moment when you look at it you say okay the title race is the title race but essentially we're looking at six into four aren't we because if you if you discount Everton which is a little bit harsh because I do think they'll be in the mix mm. but everyone looks at that big six there's only four Champions League spots who are going to be the two sides that miss out at the moment we say Arsenal and Liverpool interesting so your top top four in order is City, Chelsea, Man United, Spurs. They're all odds on. Arsenal, Liverpool are a shade of odds on at ten to eleven, but that's like near enough for like a flip of a coin, basically. Mm. Um, so one of those could sneak in, but at the moment we don't really think they'll be able to. Man United is the interesting one because obviously last year they spent most of the season in sixth position, and their route to the Champions League was obviously the Europa League and sort of just sort of left the the Premier League. But obviously the, the signings they've made, they're going to be gunning for it this year. So 
some people think that Man United are a little bit short and there's like overconfidence in them mm. and that maybe you should be looking at Arsenal and last season what was it the first time they ever finished outside the top four or something like, oh, first time in a couple of decades yeah Yeah. so they'll be knocking on the door that, that's mm. for sure but at the moment Arsenal and Liverpool are your are your jollies to, to miss out interesting so that, yeah that is interesting who do you reckon is going to miss out then chaps well I, I think I think at the moment Spurs would be I, I, yeah I Spurs do have this fantastic starting 11 we've talked about that but I think that this seems to be the well, you know the sort of first inklings of some dressing room discontent there with what's happened with Danny Rose. I think the Wembley factor is absolutely massive. Mm. I think that is enormous. When you look, particular, it would be enormous anyway. But given that they already the players are already feeling uncomfortable given their Champions League experience at Wembley, yeah. I think add that in. So you're already kind of on the back foot going into this new, very new situation, um, and the fact that other. Other clubs will love coming to Wembley. Yeah, to play, and they're so. not going to pick up your easy home wins, are you either? No. And that no. home advantage, which was a massive factor at White Hart Lane, it was an absolute fortress, wasn't it? Yeah. Going to Wembley is going to be so different. It, it's not going to be packed to the rafters every week either, realistically. It'll be full, but it's not mm. going to be that atmosphere that White Hart Lane had, and that's probably going to. I, th- I think well, yeah, I think there's going to be an issue there. I mean, this could all, of course, change around in the next three weeks. That's the beauty of it, you know. This is it. I mean, for me, it's far too early to tell. I've been quite impressed with Liverpool in pre-season, um, but you know, Coutinho leaves suddenly they've got massive problems in and terms of creativity. Have they addressed a defensive issue? Exactly, they haven't. Um, obviously, they're trying to get Van Dijk. Mm. Um, Goalkeeper-wise, Danny Wald's back from Huddersfield. Whether he's going to stay or not, I don't know. It, there might be another loan in there for him, mm. but they haven't really got you know Mignolet. He's he's hit and miss sometimes, isn't he? So mm. that could be Liverpool's problem. They've also got you know Champions League playoffs to negotiate first. A bit more of an extra burden in terms of their schedule this year. Yeah. Um, Hoffenheim won't be a walkover either. No, not at all. Not by any means. I think They're Liverpool will come for it. I think don't get me wrong. They should. But you know, again, I remember what happened with Everton. You remember when they got in the Champions League and they, they had the playoff against Villarreal and uh, having qualified for the Champions League, they didn't end up in the Champions League. That's uh, right. You know that could that could yet happen I mean, to them. Manchester United have obviously a lot of money been placed to them, but let's not forget that last season they struggled to kill teams off at home. Yeah, mm. they really did. And if they do that again, and I, I suspect they'll be a lot stronger with Lukaku up front, mm. but they need to find that killer instinct. They need to be Manchester United again, don't they? Yeah. At Old Trafford and make that place a fortress. And since Fergie left. Obviously, it's the obvious thing to say they've never been the same, but mm. they're, they're finishing. They've not even been close to title contenders, have they? But this no. sort of seems to be the season that's finally like, do you know what, lads? Well, like, it's now we or never, finally isn't be it? There. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's kind of, that, that there is an increasing idea that that is the case. You know, they've now Mourinho has got pretty much everything he wants in place. He's, there's no real excuses for him anymore. He's got to get on with it now. Um, I think what's really interesting as we're sitting here having this conversation is it's very easy to identify problems with all the all of the top six. You can go through all of them. Um, you know, obviously we're all saying Manchester City are favourites. That seems to be the general mm. consensus. But that you know, there's no guarantee that they're just going to hit the ground running and, and no, and that steamroll of the division. a lot of that is sort of you'd think is because of their defensive woes last mm. season. They've tightened up with the signings they've made. Uh, Edison's coming in goal mm. as well, but at the same time. You know, you need the rest of the squad to gel together, and yeah. if they don't, maybe gel together. It, you know, there's a lot of people to keep happy, and there's a, you know, there's only so many attacking players you can put on the pitch at any one time. Yes. Um, so that could become an issue for Guardiola, and we've talked about United, we've talked about Chelsea, and their lack of depth, their lack of strength, yeah. um, and the squad size. You know, Spurs with the Wembley fit. issue. 
Uh, Liverpool, uh, you know, do they need? Do they still need some, you know, d- defensive reinforcements. So there's, I, I think it's wide open. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I really do because you can see that you can see there's, there's arguments for and against sort of every every club in the top six yeah. really what, well, look, what we think or we're saying tell us who you're six. back in this year who are you back in to win the title top four relegation be keen to hear your thoughts indeed um, and I believe you've got some slightly uh, what's the best word for this alternative different special special but novelty, novelty bet that's the technical term isn't it yeah. novelty bet yeah we love a we love a novelty bet you guys do as well actually um, big fan of a novelty okay, bet okay obviously that's why I've got no money <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man United to spend all season in 6th position that's a 500 to 1 chance wow that's a fiver hang on all season so does that mean every game week yeah but obviously like you've got to sort of wait for this week to get out of the way and yeah, we'll let it go for. Well, a they were pretty games. close. They were close enough close last up, yeah. year. Yeah. But well, half of the season they were in sixth position. Mm-hmm. So you never exactly, know. Yeah. Uh, Courtois take another penalty in the Premier League. <laughs> Twelve to one. We're still waiting for the other one to land. <laughs> <laughs> he scored a really good one though against PSG a couple of years ago, didn't we've he? We've also, we, in fact, we've had on the site at one point. Uh, not too great last weekend. No, certainly not. <laughs> but we, we've had on the site in the past. He takes some belting free kicks in training. Yeah, yeah absolutely banging best, free kicks. Really? Yeah, so, classic in training. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What annoyed me most about that was all throughout the game. Chelsea had this sort of weird setup with goal kicks, where he was trying to play it short. The two centre halves split, and they come out to like full backs, mm. and not once was he really trying to pump the ball upfield. When he gets the opportunity from you know twelve yards out, he blazes it over the bar and rows head. <laughs> Wrong, wrong way around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wrong way around. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about them earlier. Billy Town. They're the the football club of the moment. I'm going to do that in inverted commas. No offence. Are we going to get your rendition of uh, the Arcadia well, song? Well, exactly. Any Premier League club to do a Billy Town and start singing the world's greatest. I any thought you meant you like, uh, literally any price you like. I'll lay you <laughs> a million to one. It's not you've heard it. <laughs> yeah, you've heard it here first. Quick, get get on it. I thought actually um, when you said do a bit, bit of Ricky Town you meant uh, sign Jermaine Pennant I thought that I'd love to know what the odds are on that Jermaine Pennant popping up in a Premier League this season but anyway. basically the same to be fair isn't it it's not <laughs> happening let's be honest yeah. uh, Donald Trump he's meant to be doing his who's he signing visit. for well who knows he's meant to be doing his state visit next year there's a lot of clubs with American owners could he be popping up at a Premier League game oh it's a 50 to 1 chance the Donald Yes. Seen at the Emirates, oh maybe? Or maybe the Glazers will hammer. invite him up to Old Trafford. Do you know what? I, I'm suddenly getting flashbacks to when Sylvester Stallone turned up at Goodison Park. Do you remember? And he was out yeah. on the pitch. And the whole, the good, yeah, and the whole Goodison crowd, Rocky, Rocky. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to know what would happen if Donald Trump walked out into, onto a pitch ahead of a Premier League out of the realms of possibility. The guy's <laughs> a nutter. I mean, if he comes over, God knows what's going to happen. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Any, yeah, all things are possible. Exactly. Um... Peter Crouch to win Player of the Year. Oh, a few people Crouchy. have been nibbling at that. Five hundred to one. Love do you know that. what? I'm going to do a massive name drop here. I was at school with Crouchy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we I were. I'll pick that one up. We, <laughs> <laughs> we were in the same year at school, and we had a competition because I'm quite tall. Unfortunately, you can't see this via <laughs> the medium of audio. But um, I'm about the same height as Crouchy. Check, and, check uh, out his Twitter uh, handle. It's <laughs> big rich in us. <laughs> and uh, yeah, in I in my year eleven school photograph. It's me and Crouchy at the back in the in the back row <laughs> trying to trying to have a fight to see who's the tallest in the year. So who was taller? I'm gonna have to admit it was Crouchy. Crouchy. But you know. What about your robot? What, yeah, did he have the robot back in the day? I don't remember him having a robot. robot. No, no. Like year eleven, like school disco. Did he no. use that to get the girls? I don't remember. He wasn't allowed to play for the school team because I think he was at Spurs at the time and right. they, wouldn't, they wouldn't let him play in the school team, which yeah. is a, okay. a shame. We had a lad like that, but it never worked out for him. Yeah. 
can I say? Good guy, though, Crouchy. But yeah, whether he's going to win player of the year this year is perhaps a bit no, of a stretch. He might win, like, tweeter of the year or something, doesn't he? We've, we've done that feature on the site, actually, a collection of Peter Crouch's funniest ever tweets because yeah. he is outstanding on social media. He's very good. Yeah. He's brilliant. You know, someone told me a story. He was... Uh, he was on the train and they spotted him on the tube, the London tube, and he says, look, try not to make a big deal of it. He's like, well, you're Peter Crouch, I think you stand out <laughs> enough, mate. So, uh, but let's see if he stands out on the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Stoke have got Everton, of, of course, uh, on Saturday. Yeah. But I, I don't know if Crouch would even start that game, but we'll see. You yeah, never exactly. know. His better days are probably behind him, aren't they, let's be honest. Go on, Jess, he's a good Venger in, Venger out. Obviously, we know he's staying, but will there be a, a plane flying over tomorrow night? That's a 6 to 1 chance. Venger out. You'd have <laughs> what, thought, for the first game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would think that Six Arsenal fans now would just shut up, basically, and get on with it because you, you know he's think... staying, but there's some cranks yeah. out there that will. I was well, going to say, if you put it... enough money on, you could actually cover the plane. <laughs> That's a very good point. You've just completely fleeced Jester. Yeah, uh, the um, yeah, because if that was any other club, I would say how how ludicrous the idea of a protest against the manager uh, on the first game of the season. But given um, Arsenal's you know army of people, what, what odds are they on the uh, the first Arsenal fan TV meltdown? Well, you're interesting you ask. We actually make Robbie from Arsenal fan TV just ten to one to go on match of the day this season as a pundit. Do you know what? I don't think that's that daft. No, I don't either. Which is a slightly terrifying state of affairs. <laughs> no, but I don't love, think that's that. I mean, I love Rubby. I've he's met Rubby. He's a Robbie, very yeah. nice fellow. Lovely Robbie, fella. he really is, and he's done an amazing job with Arsenal Fan TV. But we are in a situation, I think, where Fan TV channels are uh, in danger of taking over the world. Good on him, I say. Good on him. <laughs> yeah. Have the fan power. Love yeah. it. Uh, Wenger to be sacked and replaced by Piers Morgan. 5,000 to 1. <laughs> Finally get his wishes, wouldn't I'm, he? Oh my God. Not I'm not sure, sure that's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maran Fellaini to sport his John McEnroe look for every game of the uh, Premier League this season. Did you see him? Yeah, we did, yeah. The Super Cup. He looked absolutely superb. Uh, that's any, 200 any to 1. Maran Fellaini <laughs> facial bets after uh, Gosh, that Tuesday. is an awful photo. Isn't it? It's Wonderful. just like oh, dis- oh if, if you haven't shot. seen it, go on Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty awful photo. Uh, any player to side tackle a referee, hundred to one. <laughs> Who would be the player that would do that? Who'd be most likely to slide tackle a referee? That is a someone who's going to lose their rag. I mean, I mean, anything. You've got possible. like I've just got in my head like Decanio with the ref and like yeah, like Jerry Barn. Obviously, they're not around. On our podcast on Tuesday, we were talking about who's going to be the Premier League baddie this year to take yes. over from Costa. Yes, I think so, I think uh, the, the general consensus was it was going to be Jose actually Jose Mourinho. Oh, but but in maybe he might do it then. <laughs> He's done it in a charity match, hasn't he? Didn't he? Um, uh, uh, there was one of those soccer aid matches. He, he, he slide tackled someone right. on the touchline. Yep. So I suppose I mean you know with Jose you never know. Yeah, the one I really like. It's not strictly Premier League related, um, but it's topical because it's happening at the moment. Strictly come dancing. Oh yeah. They're obviously announcing the acts. Mm-hmm. Roy Keane. Who'd Keno. like to see Roy Keane on Strictly Come Dancing? I would literally pay all the money in the world Absolutely. to see Roy Keane on Strictly Come Dancing. Have a spray tan, get his chest waxed, get the nice V-neck on, the tight lycra pants, some sequins. Amazing. Kino I mean, on Strictly. He, I'm starting the petition right here, right now. I'm joining Kino you. for Strictly. Come on, Kino, sign up. He, he, um, 
<laughs> I wouldn't say that to his face. <laughs> no, no, but um, he's been linked with the Israel job. I mean, what yeah, what, what a man to bring peace to the. Uh, if um, anyone can do it, can anyone solve the Middle East crisis? It's Roy Keane. Yeah, yeah that's my so. that's my shout. I, I, the idea of Keane and Strickby, I I mean, it's just beyond my wildest dreams. However, I fear um, he would. <laughs> you'd, you'd probably have to ha- do it at gunpoint. I think that's yeah. probably the only situation under which Roy Keane would actually go on Strictly is if you were aiming a loaded gun at his head. Then, mate, even then he might sort of refuse, I think. Yeah. Probably. What, so what odds was that again? Oh, it's any price you like. Any <laughs> 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 there you go. Again, um, if Keno's listening, you know, like, she, get, get 100 quid on, you know, a million to one, and then you're, yeah. you're laughing. We'll put a word in for what, you with the Are beat. there any other footballers lined up for it yeah well it's generally all of the guys who are sort of just near nearing retirement or they're in the punch phase so you you yeah. would be looking at the likes of Rio Lampard Carragher Neville it's all of those guys but you probably think they're actually tied up with their with their contracts yeah. for various TV stations but they'd be obvious because they're still high profile mm. Um, you know the athleticism they'd be able to you know keep up with and sports stars they've been on quite a lot on Strictly but and done well our man Robbie Savage he, he yeah. had a yeah. crack at it didn't he, he? Did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe we'll have to not huge amounts of football we'll have to get this conversation going again on uh, next week's Mirror Football Strictly Come Dancing podcast <laughs> special <laughs> I'll be back um, I'll tell you who I'm going to have as a shout Phil Neville for Strictly Come Dancing I can see him doing it he he's, a, he's got that tea in his own home. Yeah. No, and he's got that I, I slightly odd streak to him. I, th- I think he'd Phil, go for it. Phil's not winning strictly. Oh, I don't think he'd soon. win. No. Uh, but I think he'd be up for doing it. I reckon if he, he I, I, yeah, I like Phil. That. I like him. I, I'd back him. Go on, yeah. son. Phil would like the the like and the sequins and the sprays. <laughs> yeah. I reckon. Yeah, he's he's got got I think he'd like. What about Gary? Gary Neville. Oh God, I think Gary. Right, let's stop. This could go on for a while. Anyway, go on. Yeah. I like these novelty bets. They're, they're quite fun, aren't they? <laughs> Especially when we talk go on, about... Give us, one, give us one more. Any Premier League footballers to win Big Brother or anything like that? Or? <laughs> God, well, that would be like someone from Billy Ricky Town, wouldn't it? Jamie <laughs> O'Hara, he's already been in <laughs> there. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy Ricky to sign anyone on Jamie O'Hara Big Brother. needs to thank Celebrity Big Brother for giving him a second life in football, basically. Yeah. Because before that, he was out of contract, wasn't he? That's Went on Big Brother, suddenly became a celebrity again, sort of post-Danielle Lloyd era. Yeah. And he's managed to get himself on So Bella if Ricky. you're a footballer who's looking for a club, get yourself on Celebrity Big Brother and Bella Ricky might come call him. Exactly. You've well, only got to wait till January. The current series is on right now. So just keep yourself like fit for a few months. <laughs> get down the gym. Oh, my God. What a terribly depressing state of affairs. I think um, that might be the depressing note on which we have to bring our, uh, our podcast to a close, unfortunately. One more novelty bet. Come on. Go, all right, one more, one more. What should we do? What you can't see is Jess has got a big black book full of novelty bets. I mean, they're all nonsense. Diego Costa to get a part-time job in Costa Coffee if he's still uh, if he's still in the Premier League and doesn't want to play for Chelsea. Ten thousand to one. Um, a goal to be scored by a beach ball again. A hundred to oh, one. Yeah. Oh, well, you see, that is worth a bet. Hundred to. One. I mean, you never know. That's the type of thing. Although, mind you, you could get people putting that bet on and then just taking beach balls to games and throwing them on the pitch and yeah. hope something happens. Yeah, we'd have to sort of have security be like, no lilos, yeah. no beach balls. <laughs> No, no, no fabled unicorns. Pink flamingos. <laughs> oh my God. Um, right, so on that pink pink flamingo bombshell, um, that, that probably brings us to the end of this one-off special, Mirror Football uh, podcast, uh, betting special. So but thank before you. We do, before we do. Before we do. Before we do. Before we do. Jess, what about a Ooh, bet? Yes. We should have a bet, Yeah, we, we should. I jumped the gun we? there. We should have a bet, yeah. Right, okay. Who is going to win? We'll do a 100 quid charity bet. Yes. On each market. Brilliant. Okay. Who's going to win? Mm-hmm. Any team to be relegated and a, and your top scorer. So a hundred quid on each. Man, that is. 
I see now we really put it. We didn't think about this, did we? Because we haven't given ourselves any thinking time. Right, okay. You take the champions. Oh, the champions. See, I know they are the favourites, so we're not going to get much of a return here, but I mean, I, I can't see past City at this point. I really can't. I think I'm, yeah, I, I think we'll have to go Man City. So we'll go for City. What about your golden boot? Who's going to get that? <sighs> I'll pick that one. I would like to say, if he stays fit, Gabriel Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. I think that's a good shout. That nine, is a very good shout. Nine to one. And what about? Particularly if they're going to win the league, I think that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think there's something. Any team to go down. How much will Tottenham again? <laughs> <laughs> Only joking, Tottenham fans. Yeah, you're, you're in for it now. So uh, interestingly, I think. Ever- Why don't you have this one? Well, Everton are the same price to win the league as they are to be relegated. I'm not having Everton. I'm not having Everton going down. I'm not sure that's happening. Our boss is an Everton fan. He won't like that. No, I am going to go for then Crystal Palace at nine to two. Interesting. A bigger price. Yeah, interesting. So yeah, there's our charity bets then. Palace. No fan of Frank the Burr apparently. Jesus to get the uh, golden boot yeah. and uh, City to win the league Brilliant. you heard it here first tell okay. us who you're backing as well we're, we're always keen to hear your thoughts and don't forget you can follow all the latest transfers in our live blog which is sponsored by Ladbrokes there you go cheeky little plug uh, thanks very much for joining us and uh, keep subscribed to the iTunes link if you haven't already subscribed and uh, look out for the next Mirror podcast which should be coming shortly thanks very much thank you <laughs>